We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 132 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is good to be back on a beautiful uh, fall evening here, joining you from Orange County, California. I'm joined by two of my favorite people. Hydralisk is not with us tonight because he is doing a family thing. And... Uh, but let us not forget uh, one of the most important roles of Born to Wild. There must always be a Canadian. So, uh, my good friend Blue Train, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. Doing well. Glad to represent the the mandatory Canadian contingent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on such short notice. I really appreciate it. And my pleasure. Uh, stuff came up at the at the last moment, but uh, very happy to have you. I'd be watching anyways, so instead of being a spectator tonight, I'm a participant. Either way, I'm, nice. I'm, a, I'm a happy guy. Aww. Uh, and, and of course, Electric Sheep City, welcome back. It's great to have you. Thank you for hosting. I really appreciate that. Yeah, meowdy friends and, and greetings from chilly Denver area, Colorado. <laughs> it's was ch- like... You're are you chilly out of the country. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, it's it, it's weird. Like I go outside and whenever I exhale, like it, it it's like a mist right in front of my mouth. I'm uh, <laughs> what what is this? It's it's bizarre. What is this black magic? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 so different from like every winter question mark previous like sorcery. That's what we'd always say in Portland. Like, what is this strange glowing object in the sky that's emanating warmth? (laughs) (laughs) The glowing lights above the Arby's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, we're here. (laughs) We made it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I having some technical difficulties. It's going to be a little bit funky until I think we're set up like in our own place. Um, but having a little off air discussion uh, about microphones and such plugging a, uh, like trying to use a, like a fancy mixer with the USB mic, probably not the best idea. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you set up though. Yeah. But until then, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how the show works. We record this very podcast that you're listening to right now, live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all the podcast apps. So however you're watching, listening, or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today, thank you. Yes. You. Yes, and thank you everybody f- for hanging out and joining us, especially those of you who are watching live on Twitch. Uh, it's always good to interact with everybody. And thank you to everyone who's checking this out later on YouTube or any of the podcast apps. We really appreciate you. Uh, before we started to the show, I wanted to say a big thank you to um, Shokunin, the executive producer of our show, and also to um, all of our patrons. Thank you so much for your support. If you are interested in supporting us, uh, there's a couple of free ways that you can do it. Like, subscribe, comment to our stuff on YouTube, um, leave any comments, reviews on iTunes, uh, app, uh, was it Google Podcasts, um, or your podcast platform of choice. 
Um, if you are watching this on Twitch or someone that uses Twitch a lot, we do have some emotes that you can unlock uh, for free by following or some paid ones that you can um, unlock for subscribing. This is free if you've got Amazon Prime. And uh, otherwise, if you're interested in just interacting with us, uh, we do have a Discord channel, um, especially in the event that Twitter goes down. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> a little, little, little soon there. Uh, I mean, you know, it's been a, it's been an interesting couple of days, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, Discord is is where we hang out. So um, if anybody is interested in uh, hanging out with us, we do have a Discord channel. It's a it's a free service online community where we hang out. We post um, deck lists and and memes, talk about real life and and funny stuff, funny usernames. There's always some good ones. Uh, what, did, uh, what we had this past week. Um, been kind of taking a, a look at that lately and it's always really funny let me see here we have a uh, poop man that's pretty good potato lord tractor boy killer soda there you go there's some from last week <laughs> I, I think my favorite of this last week what one of our our uh, community members is gimme lamp and they were playing against magic lamp so it was <laughs> it was a battle to see who the true lamp was that's pretty funny Oh, I've been looking for a new username. I mean, it's a shame that uh, Poop Man is taken. <laughs> Alas. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyways. Are you are you still thinking about uh, cha- changing your username, Nate? Or uh, yeah, you've been yeah, kind of back and forth on that? I've been kind of back and forth on it. it. It doesn't seem urgent, but it seems like maybe a good idea. But I'll play it by ear, I guess. But uh, whatever. And then fake Nate Wolf won't be fake Nate Wolf anymore. Oh no! Well, He'll we be just that. yeah. Remember yeah. every when he was hanging out in Jack's stream, everyone was calling him fake Nate, and he was getting pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm real. I'm right here. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> the imposter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, anyways, uh, it's been a week. I guess we've got some a bunch of card reveals over the past week. We were kind of talking before the show about how um, I don't know how, what did what did you call it, Blue? I think a little bit disillusioned is that the right word? Uh, disillusioned's not the the correct word. I'd say that uh, you know we're in we're in the like the the lame duck period of Hearthstone, right? The pre-expansion blues, and I think yeah. that uh, I I've personally been having a difficult time getting excited about what's to come and it's not there's no malice or or ill intent behind it it's not like i'm i'm upset with the game or anything's wrong uh it's not you it's me um (laughs) but 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 i'm hoping that that um and you know there uh, there's been other things kind of demanding my attention work's been kind of nuts i was telling sheep before that i started work yesterday at the early hour of 3 30 in the morning oh gosh I've done it once or twice and it was always yeah. terrible. But so uh, you know, it kind of kind of makes it tricky. But you know, uh, the 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 good thing is that the cards we're going to be looking at tonight, um, it's going to be, I've I've glanced at them, but it'll be the first time I'm really taking them in, and uh, you know, uh, I'm excited to see what what's going on out there because the the feedback that I've heard is that the Death Knight cards are really cool, um, especially uh, the Frost I, ones. But um, <laughs> my oh, I walked right into that. I, um, my my friend Seth 
um, who some of you may know uh, as For Christ on uh -huh. Ladder, um, you know, tends to like the same kind of decks that I like. And he's really stoked. He's he's really excited about the the new cards. And he he's not one to just get excited for for nothing. So I think that 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 there there's probably something there. But yeah, it's been tough. Um, you know, I did my legend climb this past week. Uh, wasn't even sure I was gonna do it, but you know, just kind of last uh, Sunday started it, and it just kind of, kind of came naturally. And uh, it, you know, I think that there's a lack of variety on ladder right now. We've talked about it in standard. I think wild is starting to kind of become very centralized. Uh, Fifty percent priest throughout the whole climb from bronze to legend. Half of that was Reno. Half of it was big, and then the other quarter was rogue pillagers um the new miracle rogue and and a few pirates spattered in there and then like the the other 25 percent was everything else i think mage made up like like 12 percent and then like so it, you know it kind of it didn't bother me as much as you might think but you know i think that 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 we're ready for a big shake up and and perhaps that'll uh that'll shed the blues a little bit yeah, I think so too. It's just it's always hard right before the new expansion comes out because it's like, uh, I, I'm bored. Let me. I want to play with the new stuff. I'm bored of the old stuff. And, <laughs> and and I think in terms of a shakeup, it's really cool for the standard players to get to play the Frozen Throne stuff in standard. But for us, it's like, well, we already had it, so yeah. I don't know if they think it's so cool. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, maybe another conversation for another time. No, um, they probably hate it, but. <laughs> Well, well I bet the feedback was is that this is not as bad as Doom in the Tomb was, but this is probably the second worst since Doom in the Tomb, <laughs> which is like, if you remember Doom in the Tomb, that's when Evolve came back, and there was that huge fiasco with the Evolve for a month. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I haven't played any Standard. In fact, I, um, I usually hold a 10x in Standard, and this month they, they, they dunked me down to 9. Uh, <gasps> welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, going from 10 I, to 9 isn't bad, but it's not like going from 11 to 10. I wasn't that choked up about it, but it just yeah. kind of underscores that it's been a good few months since I've, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've done the standard thing. And uh, same. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the difference between 11 and 10x in particular, uh, I actually did my legend climb uh, today as well. Um, and I, I saw a similar breakdown to you, but a slightly different uh, king of the castle in mind. So, so I climbed with pirate rogue. Um, it was fun. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a classic. Well, oh, wild. Face is always a good time. Yeah. But I encountered primarily shamans. And so it was kind of split, uh, pretty evenly in between even shaman and freeze I shaman. Gonna, I was going to say pretty evenly, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> pun not your, intended. Your pun game is on point. Totally embraced. <laughs> um, <laughs> Priest was the, the second highest uh, class that I saw at 22%. So with those combined, bro broke through that, that 50% mark. So the smattering of demon hunter, mage, druid, hunter, one of those. Uh, other rogues and warlocks. Um, you know, there, there there's some other pirate rogues out there, and you know, like a, a miracle or two. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a fine climb. W went up there with a 67 percent win rate, so nice, pretty normal. Good. I hear that uh, not to be toxic, but uh, isn't 67 percent a pretty low win rate for wild? <laughs> oh. 
that's that for those not in the know that's like the the latest wild meme that i see floating around out there everyone's like kind of using a different percentage but uh, i don't know where it originated from but if you've hung out in corbett's chat recently like you'll just see that pasta like over and over again isn't that a pretty low win rate for wild 67 I don't know. Just don't whatever know. your win rate happens to be. Yeah, unless it's 100%. <laughs> unless your win rate's 100% or 69%, you're 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 not doing See, it right. wrong. <laughs> regardless, st- still still too low for wild. Shaking my head. 1000%. Too low. Too low. Too low. Too no, low. No, no. We can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> So Nate, oh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to find you a deck, and you're gonna have to do the thing. You still got this, time. I'll do it this weekend. I'll do it this weekend. It's hard during the week because I started the new job, and we're yep. in a different place, and everything's just a little funky. But uh, should have time to do it this weekend, and hopefully, I, I ideally will kind of do it over one day, do it over two days, something like that. So what I normally we'll do. So we'll see. Which, I mean, yeah, I, I kept which, my eleven. Yeah, what you thinking? So. What tool of the trade? I I have been playing Rotted Secret Mage, and it's fine. It's easy to play. It's kind of fun. My thought was like I've hit Legend in Wild with every class except Mage. Like I should just do it with Mage to to be able to check it off my list. Um, but I could play whatever. Have you never um, done it with Mage? I feel like we've had this conversation already, no, and I'm I always haven't. surprised. I've gotten close a couple of times, but I've never like done the whole climb. Lately, I'll just pick one deck and do the entire climb with it. Um, and so I'll probably end up doing that, but we'll see. I mean, if if it, I'm not going to force it. Like, if it's super unfavorable, I don't want to force it and then tank my rank and then have to climb a bunch. So we'll see. But I'll. So far, I'm I'm one and zero, oh, so hundred percent win rate. Good, good start. That's low for wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked I asked the wild hive mind like I don't want to think. I want to turn my brain off. What do I play? And the resounding consensus was even shaman. And well, uh, you know, it, it was it was it was good. You know, even though I never believe in it, and I always say it can't be good. It it's turns out I, it's a good deck. I mean, it was good when I did it last time so my climb reminded me of yours like it was just yeah you have bad games but like it just gets there and i was 50 percent unfavorables like rito priest and big priest are not matchups you want to see and i still i still i mean every win rate's low and wild but you know like, <laughs> 60 percent into half unfavorables um it didn't feel pretty it didn't stress me out it felt pretty pretty smooth pretty 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 good so just say i think secret mage is kind of similar i think power level wise um i'm told even shaman's probably better but i think they both occupy kind of similar kind of positions relative to the meta the best of the aggressive mm-hmm. yeah although um pirate warrior is kind of having a little bit of a renaissance and i think that that sheep experienced it because it, it kind of farms the free shamans still and now that's seeing a lot more play and uh yeah, yeah. so that huh. seems to be pretty good too pirate rogue not not warrior rogue did i say warrior yeah oh, oh I, I was i i was shocked uh no no <laughs> shocked total, face. Total with, with the fishes up. with the fishes yeah <laughs> Pirate Rogue. Pirate Warrior is terrible. Meowth tried playing a game or two of it on stream and, and very 
quickly deleted the deck. It, it is terrible. It is so bad. I would even think it would be bad if they unnerfed Raid the Docks at this point. No, Rogue, not Warrior. Thank you for <laughs> catching that. I don't want to misinform your, your audience. <laughs> oh, so, gosh. yeah, Pirate Rogue does very well into Freeze Shaman, and that's becoming a more popular choice uh, at all levels of ladder. I do like I do like some Pirate Rogue. That's, yeah. Well, we'll see. I, you know, so I spent the week doing, um, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't playing Marvel Snap and God of War, but, uh, yeah. What is this Marvel Snap you speak of? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. We'll be here all night. Um, Blue but... Train Snap! <laughs> Animated. Oh, snap. 3D! <laughs> wow, legendary! <laughs> Wait. Oh, dear. <laughs> but uh i i've been i my time in hearthstone over the past week has primarily been for the limited time stuff so i finished out the um the uh headless horseman event thing the hollows eve is that what they call it hollows hollows end i believe hollows end yeah Mm -hmm. anyways i finished i finished up that i got all the stuff uh i did all of the battlegrounds um hammer time event whatever it's called <laughs> and i got all that stuff um and then i finished out the mercenaries route all the rattlegore stuff and so that's that was my hearthstone week because it was all like limited time stuff and so i wanted to get it out of the way um, although it's a lot you get to do it a lot longer than they used to it, mm-hmm. you know in the past it was like all right you've got four days to do this before it goes away forever um and uh, now you've got like the entire month to do the Rattle Gore stuff. And it's like, oh, well, I guess there's no rush then. But uh, can you not... do this event in two seconds? Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, but I'll play I'll play some wild over the weekend. Um, but anyways, I yeah, I, I, new job is going great. I've been having a great time, but I've been uh, not doing nearly as much Hearthstone. And uh, I heard that all the Death Knight cards were revealed. So it's like, oh, how can we let's take a look at those and figure out how we can break wild with the new class. <laughs> and we thought that that'll happen. What? But, uh... Breaking a format? No, not us. Not in wild. I've seen at least one card that I was like, that's not a real card. And then you were like, no, it's not a real card, actually. It's a 7-7. Seven, seven. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. We'll start with that one. Uh, actually, we'll start with that whole um, archetype. So, like we were talking about last week, Death Knight cards are kind of broken up into uh, a few different uh, kind of ruined um, uh, archetypes. So, there's Unholy, there's Blood, there's... Um, uh, but, but the other one, Frost, the cool one. See, cool, cool <laughs> Frost. Huh? Huh? You're welcome. <laughs> and so... <laughs> so all of the Path of Arthas cards have been revealed, and then the 10 cards for March of the Lich King have been revealed. And then there's going to be... There's more, right? Isn't there a core set as well? Yeah. And they've Is got... that out as well? So let's back up for a second here. Maybe this might be a good primer for for those who are like me who have been in the dark up until now. So <laughs> there are three kind of groupings of cards. Um, so explain to me how that works. My understanding is you only can have one 
or you can only have one type in your deck, correct? It's almost like there's three subclasses. Is that is that right? So um, there, there are essentially three different subclasses, but you can mix and match uh, depending on the number of runes that are uh, listed on the card. So you uh-huh. essentially, for your deck, will have three rune slots. So if we're taking a look at this one random that I happened to click, uh, Overseer uh, Frigidara, it has two little little like rune uh, yep. things kind of up at the top. That means to that lose. your your deck, yeah. That means that the deck that you choose will have to have two of those frost runes in it. So you could choose to have one blood, so one red, one frost, blue, and one unholy. But that would mean that you couldn't run any of the the cards that have two of the rune stones of any of them because. You, you have to have two. Um, they've pretty much said that, like, if you just do one of each, then then you won't like it. it it'll be a pretty weak deck. <laughs> you said it would kind of suck. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of each, but like, they don't recommend it. It's not a good idea. <laughs> you're, you're, you're generally going to have like either you're going to specialize in one or you might you might do like two in one and, and have some like supporting ones like is that kind of the, the breakdown the thought there and yeah and, yeah it's okay. kind of like magic <laughs> no it's nothing like magic <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean and i don't i don't say that in a bad way this is interesting um so this is why people were saying that they could they could make something overpowered because they can they can the way they slice it and dice it they can kind of stop very they broken can, things from happening because they of can the force you to limit the deck building based on the rune stone. Oh. So like, yeah, okay, I understand now. Excellent. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I think it's a really cool kind of deck building restriction that that kind of opens it up a little bit more than it restricts it, um, mm-hmm. because like you were saying can put the really powerful things and really synergistic things, but also you can't just then play like the undertaker, for example, like and Nazoth in the same deck. If, you know, one is, you know, three unholy and one is three frost. Right. Um, so it, it, it enables them to kind of lean in harder in certain areas, but it also will mean that death Knight needs to have more cards, which also, from a you know sales perspective means that they they're kind of being uh encouraging people to spend more on them as well which like i'm gonna have all the cards anyway so like i'm not particularly worried about but i am a little worried for my like friends who are free to play that they'll kind of be priced out of some of the the um you know more interesting ways to play uh due to that kind of you know it's it's not like in a druid you know, oh, I've got a druid card. I can just play that in any druid thing. Well, I got this this Lord Marogar, but I don't have any other like really strong like unholy things. So it's it, it's kind of useless to me. Um, so I, I think that it for people like me who are getting all of the things, I, I think that it's really interesting. But I, I think that it has a possible downside as well. It's an interesting thought that that might be the downside. It might make it less accessible. I, I honestly I don't I don't know what to think of it because I just I now understand I, I I knew that it was a way of segmenting the cards I, I I guess I was under the impression it was like one or the other or the other like I didn't realize there was some possibility for overlap um yeah I, I don't know I think it'll be interesting 
Um, I also think it's a little scary because it it means that they may take chances on cards, thinking that they're safe when they're not, and you might see. I mean, I'm just remembering Demon Hunter when it came out, right? Or or if you've played other card games like Rune Tarot when they introduced new regions, like that was a bit. <laughs> I mean, Bandle City in Runeterra, for those who are Runeterra enjoyers, will probably groan and roll their eyes. It was like a new um, class kind of equivalent, and it was just so overpowered for so long. Um, anyway, so it's it's interesting that they're trying to put in safety valves, I suppose you can say. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. And it seems like, I, I mean, I think that the having the different, um, what do you call them? Uh Runes like runes i i almost said rune stones and i was like wait a minute that's not right um we'll that's not of... right <laughs> cat stop it <laughs> sorry he's getting into trouble over there um I, I think it'll be really interesting but historically they design and test the cards primarily around standard and so while they may think that they have um built these in a way as to not break things i can most assuredly tell you that something will be broken with by a wild player within the first week of this release like it just always happens um and uh, yada probably or somebody like that probably already has like some kind of otk combo with these cards like I see you smiling over there and <laughs> no because i just i remember yada was like one of the people that that uh that uh popularized uh was it tiller i think it was tiller oh, anyways gosh. he he's yeah. he's our chaotic evil like deck brewer he'll, he'll always come up with something to uh right i mean i i break the status quo. I mean, golly bob so, howdy i am undead <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness yeah, we'll, we'll see. Okay, I appreciate the explanation. So that'll that'll help as we go through some of the cards because, you know, if it's a really powerful effect that's got three of the stones, that has implications, whereas if it has two or one. And, and so that's, that's, that's pretty neat. And there are some that have no rune stones, right? Like, that like have... neutrals within the Demon Hunter class. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible right. way so of putting one, it. But... I, I was laughing because I was thinking you may have been a re- an arena enjoyer earlier this week uh, with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't touched any arena in a very long time. Uh, yeah, it broke earlier this week. Apparently, it's back now. But uh... oh, it. Oh, yeah, I saw some tweets about that. Oh, yeah, they um, had to disable it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, at the very beginning of this uh, arena rotation, um, only uh, expansions without Demon Hunter cards were included. Actually, whenever they brought Arena back, they they included uh, the Initiate set or something like that, so that it wasn't just neutral cards, but neutral and Demon Hunter in particular made me laugh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because that's all they could play with for a while in Arena. Wow. Uh, so, anyways, I think we've so they've got Demon Hunter or Death Knight cards released or revealed for the core set and for the Path of Arthas, and they've revealed the ten for the March of the Lich King set. So we could start kind of looking at synergies and stuff now. And yeah, I haven't seen them either. So, so dive in. We, 
Yeah. Uh, apologies to um, derail the conversation, but I, I, I legitimately didn't didn't understand how the system worked. So, um, yeah, that's, that's good. I actually, I mean, it, it adds a level of complexity to it, and I think it's pretty fun, actually, so that you ideally can do fun things without totally breaking everything. <laughs> and just as an aside, um, I really, I, I think for those who know me, aesthetically speaking i really didn't like the demon hunter cards i didn't mm. like that like black green i kind of dig the uh border for the death knight cards kind of kind of cool i like the I've... black black blue it's kind of nice yeah i've always liked it it's that like real dark like gray blue color with the with the lighter blue around it i think it's pretty cool it, it's a little similar to rogue um, very similar to rogue that that blue kind of accent around the portrait is is what kind of distinguishes it otherwise it like that charcoal is not identical, oh, Rogue, but super Rogue close. Like, I guess, yeah. Rogue's a very deep black. It's funny that you'd say that. I'm the one who can't see, but uh, <laughs> you know what? Maybe actually that's why it looks different because everything to me looks blurry and smeary. So like the 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 color outlines kind of blend. So it, it's not as like so. So maybe for once, uh, the 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 impediment makes it easier to see. Oh my! How the turntables. <laughs> yeah but i i think they 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 look they look pretty cool I, I like them aesthetically better than than death knight so um but it's very personal choice i'm sure there's some people out there that love the way the the demon sorry i'm getting everything confused demon hunter stuff yeah it's yeah, like pe- they looked so close to hunter and then they had the lime green instead of the this blue color right so eventually we're going to end up with 18 classes and each of the original classes are going to have very similar looking like <laughs> offshoot only classes. So, <laughs> only so many colors to choose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just getting ready for when they start doing like a whole like expansion of dual class everything or I don't three think class everything like uh, here, no, here's, they, they won't they here's my hot take it. for the night i don't think they're ever gonna do dual class again or at least not for a very long time i think that well, it we was... all saw how that turned out right the cabal classes are the good ones and all the rest ones are, are just bad is that right <laughs> it's but... very hard to balance right like yeah the cards basically only like with with a couple of very limited exceptions um, they basically only saw play in one class, and then you had ones that were just completely broken. Cop, Lightning, Bloom. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It apparently it's hard to balance, but uh, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll, maybe they'll introduce a, a mechanic like these, the the runes to try and limit it more broadly. Yeah, if it's successful. It could happen. So mm-hmm. this is a card, Alexandros Migraine. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, alexandros mograin <laughs> mograin but migraine is funnier all right Se- seven mana seven seven undead battle cry for the rest of the game deal three damage to your opponent at the end of your turn like <laughs> okay three red three red runes so these this is an effect that's interesting and it's become more common where like you play a minion and it's not active for as long as it's out. Like it's just this it's is just a permanent there. aura. Yeah, yeah. Like they did that with due process. They did it with the the shaman uh, legendary for the totems. They're all mm-hmm. very strong effects. So just three damage just puts them on a clock. I mean, starting at turn seven, but well, for a control deck, it, it's a win condition kind of onto itself. 
And when you play it with Bran, it's going to do it twice, right? So do six at the end. Yeah, that'd be a fireball to the face at the end of every single turn. I mean, even if you're, uh, unless you're maybe playing Line Cracker, it's kind of hard to deal with, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, it it seems just just on the face of it, it seems very strong. Even the three, like it it adds up pretty quickly. Um, And I think they're kind of telegraphing that they think it's strong by basically saying you have to be all in on the the uh, red. red variant which i don't really know yet what what it kind of specializes in but clearly it's it's the it's looking like the aggressive one of the of the three and it it is actually not oh yeah there you go so we'll see so uh it it seems like and, and and we'll go through a little bit more of the the cards it seems like it's a bit more of a kind of health manipulation thing um okay and yeah, Blue, here's what you missed last week. They mm-hmm. said, so there's three different types, right? There's the, uh, well, I'm scrolling in the show notes of last week because we had, um, we, we did kind of the deep dive into all of this, but uh, uh, if I can find, okay. So the three types, blood uh, specializes in board control effects, large minions and cards that manipulate life totals. The mm-hmm. blue or frost says powerful burst potential, direct damage, Card draw, mana manipulation, and freeze effects. And the green or the unholy is summon undead minions, summon swarms of minions, generate and spend corpses. That That's going to be my favorite. I, yeah. I can just tell. <laughs> wow, I'm looking at some of these frost ones and uh, they're not kidding. No, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty gnarly. The combination of burst and direct damage and car draw and manual manipulation and freeze effects seems like okay yeah that's frost is going to be the strongest at the very least in the uh, original and in, in this first drop um just kind of a spoiler alert on on how i feel about that <laughs> i really i cool. would be inclined to agree after looking at the card called horn of winter Oh, it's refresh. It's not gain. Okay, maybe it's not that bad. Still, I'm seeing a lot of mana cheat card draw as I kind of thumb through it. Those are those are good things. Yeah, those things tend to build good Hearthstone decks, as as they say. That is what they I say. Frostmorn, you can just play. Yeah, okay. Frostmorn is just fun. a card now. Wow, that's cool. Anti Magic Shell too. Some of our old favorites are making a return. Yeah neat um okay do we want to how do you want to look at these do we want to just do we want to look at all of them or do we want to spotlight some of them there's an awful lot of cards so i don't know yeah maybe if if and i don't mean to kind of put the burden on you sheep but since you're a little bit more familiar with them perhaps maybe it would be best to kind of spotlight some of like the key enablers in in each school that that kind of would would be warrant of conversation yeah so since we started kind of with the um blood we can continue along that route uh as well with the corrupted ashbringer so the corrupted ashbringer is a six mana five two weapon it uh has the restriction of two blood runes and it also has lifesteal so ashbringer lifesteal six mana but deal 10 damage to your opponent's face and heal your face up by 10 (laughs) Over so we know, we know how strong lifesteal weapons are from Demon Hunter. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of expensive. It's hard to evaluate, but I think that uh, uh, lifesteal weapons generally warrant a look because in the past they've been, in some cases, meta-defining. Put your faith in the blight. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's great. Neat. Continuing along our kind of blood, bloody uh, path here, uh, Deathbringer Sourfang is a 5-mana 3-5 undead minion. It's a legendary. Uh, two blood runes with taunt and death rattle. Return this to your hand. It costs health instead of mana. Hmm. So along those lines of using your health as a resource, if Deathbringer Sourfang dies... Just goes back into your hand. You can play it back out, but you got to pay five health to do so. Does have taunt and the minion itself has five health as well. So this is interesting. There's like a precedent for zero mana, three, five taunts. There was that druid card a few expansions back. Um, I think there might've been some others. This, this, this could be, this could be good. Um, Yeah. I guess if you've got lifesteal stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, it really depends. But anytime you get to play something for zero, um, and, and if you think about it too, like it, it's also kind of like pseudo draw in that it's replenishing your, your resources in your hand. Five mm. is pretty steep. Five life is nothing to sneeze at. Um, but it, but I, I will note that it's odd costed. So maybe you'll have more than 30 health. And that makes it a little bit more palatable, perhaps. Yeah, definitely a lot of potential there. Um, a lot of value. Value, good. I can see what you meant before, Sheep, that, yeah, this is not necessarily the aggressive uh, color. That's very much a, a control-y type of, of card. Cool. Mm-hmm. Looking for one specific one next that does additional health manipulation. And while a lot of the blood are combined in the same spot... Not all of them are. This is not the card I was looking for to spotlight next, but it is definitely one that I wanted to spotlight sooner rather than later. So we'll do so now. That is holy cow. Yeah. So patchwork is basically um, uh, mutanus plus some. So patchwork is a seven mana four six legendary minion, uh, one blood rune restriction. Uh, it's undead with the battle cry. Destroy a random minion in your opponent's hand, deck, and battlefield. So <laughs> that is that is a good card. The 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 uh, the flavor text. This card is so good it might need patchwork. Cards <laughs> <laughs> that like so this this is in a way scarier than mutinous because like no it, big time. It, it not only denies things from hand, it also swings board. Yikes. And the deck and the battlefield? The deck is kind of like, it's not bad, but like the hand and the battlefield is really good grief. And it's, it's got that seven cost, which is like, it's got the same va- cost as Mutinous. This is just, sure, it won't have the same stats necessarily, um, but... It really, it are we playing mutinous for the stats? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And patchwork does not 
eat the stats so it doesn't buff up like mutinous does does in that aspect but the disruption potential and swinging the board and 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 uh, yeah incredible (laughs) wow yeah i bet you in testing it was a six mana four six and then they had to up it it was too good i i i i I, I, i'm speculating but six four six is kind of like a pretty common stat line for these types of utility cards Mm -hmm. and uh this one probably needed some patchwork in their testing. <laughs> some pre-patchwork, even. <laughs> pre-patchwork, yeah. That seems so strong. Yeah, and it's a one red, too. So you can, if you have a deck, you know, like, for example, if you're playing the the go-wide green with all the corpses, you know, maybe that fits in well with that as, like, a, a top end. So there's options for it to be flexible with the new back deck building restrictions too so it kind of seems really good all around mm-hmm. yeah oh i see Where, whereas the about. the the three five taunt was like a three red right like so i mean just to kind of put it in perspective it was a, it's a two red it was a two red okay yeah. thank you my my brain today is uh still stuck in first gear apparently <laughs> <laughs> no nah, it's all it's all good and these are new i mean we're just seeing these for the first time so so the other one that I wanted to spotlight is called Vampiric Blood. So Vampiric Blood is a two mana spell with a three blood runes, rune uh, restriction. It reads, give your hero plus five health. So so gains health. Uh, so if, you starting, if you're starting at 30, it goes up to 35. If you're starting at 40, it goes up to 45. Holy cow. All right. Spend three corpses to gain five more and draw a card. So you can spend three corpses and instead of gain five health, you're gaining 10 health and drawing a card for two mana and three corpses. (laughs) Wow. Do you get to choose? Like if I've got 10 corpses, do I get to choose to spend them or not spend them? Or is it just if I've got them, they're going to spend if I play this? From what I've heard, the latter. So if you have them... You spend them. Okay. And that also works in, in the way like a corpse bride does, which we'll get to shortly. Uh, well, we'll talk about that one next, even though it's not a specific blood card. Um, things that scale up with the amount of corpses that you use will use the most amount of corpses that you have access to with whatever cutoff it gives. I see. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The one right next to it, if you if you close that, the one uh, right next to it looked good too. It had um, life steal, and then at the end of the turn, it attacks their lowest cost minion. Right? The uh, no, not obliterate. Um, oh, but that looks good too. That gnome gnome muncher. Yeah. So gnome muncher is a six mana five six undead minion, one blood rune restriction with taunt and life steal. At the end of your turn, attack the lowest health enemy. Note Whoa, it says enemy. No minions. If there's no minions, it's going to go face. Wow. That's uh-huh. really good. And I mean, we know how. If your opponent's hero has less health than one of the minions on board, even if that minion has taunt, it'll go through the taunt to deal the finishing blow. This card is. Place, plays taunt. <laughs> <laughs> this card is like a combination of Troublemaker and the Priest Colossus from, uh, mm. from, from the expansion. Like, it's. It's really good. It kind of has a dual purpose. It 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 can be used to to basically be quasi removal, 
It also could be quasi-direct damage. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the combination of taunt and lifesteal with the stat... Gosh, the one red uh, card. Right? One, red, one red rune is like... Looking pretty juicy. Might that's, that's just have to do two unholy, one blood. Huh? <laughs> it's looking quite munchy. Well, wow. yeah, that's nom, nom, nom. That's funny. Nom, nom, nom. Okay. So some some cards that have some oomph to them, definitely. Yeah. The Corpse Bride. So the Corpse Bride is, is kind of related to a mechanic we were talking about earlier. So it does not have any rune restriction uh, as part of it. But it's a five mana four four undead minion. Battle cry, spend up to eight corpses. Summon a risen groom with stats equal to the amount spent. So, like I was talking about earlier, if you have nine corpses in your pool, it'll spend all all eight that it can. Uh, if you've only got three, then you can't choose to only spend one. It'll spend all three that you have and make a three three. If you've got nine and you play it with Bran, will it summon an eight eight and a one one or whatever? Like it'll. I imagine so. I don't know. Not that it matters, but I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think we'll just have to test these and see. Uh, I'm looking forward to actually to that streamer kind of challenge thing where they're using these cards so I can see them played. Mm-hmm. My brain keeps like looking at these and be like, that's a rogue card. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. I can find more blood cards. I feel like whenever I exit things out, it reshuffles because blood now is not at the very top, which it was earlier. <laughs> now at the bottom. And not all of them are there. <laughs> Wait Yikes. a minute. I am confusion. Uh, they've had a lot going on, but... This is unfortunate. So we'll kind of pivot over a bit. I feel like that's probably some of the the high points for blood. Um, <laughs> we can either go to the strongest rune, or we can go to the one that I'm most excited about. <laughs> yeah, it seems like those all floated to the top. So let's let's do that one. All right. So probably one of the cards I'm most excited about is Stitched Giant, which is a 10 mana 8-8 eight, eight undead card. And we've pivoted over to Holy. Eight, eight. <laughs> yeah. So it cost, cost has the restriction of two unholy runes and reads, costs one less for each corpse you've spent this game. So not that you've, you've gained, but that you've spent. Uh, so you do have to both have things die and then spend their corpses in order for the discount to happen. But... Uh, unholy at the very least in this expansion um, uh, tends to want to do that thing. So that's, it's not a, a, a big ask there. I mean, it's a giant. Most giants are good. Yeah. This one, it'll be pretty easy to spend corpses. Also, I would imagine, I guess you have to build around a little bit, but. And if you don't think it's good, I've got one word for you. Gigantotem. I mean, we all, I, I don't know if we all, but I, I thought Gigantotem was going to be not good. Now it turns out I was wrong. It's very good. I mean, anytime you can get a zero mana 8-8, eight, eight, that's like, it's a, it's a, it's a power play, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. Spooky. Two green. All right. Two green. Yeah. 
Um, I like that Unholy Frenzy is another green. Choose an enemy minion, your minions attack it, resummon any that die. Like, that's going to be building up your... Um, sorry, it's... Uh, oh, it's in the path. Yeah. It'll, it'll build up your corpse count, and depending on what dies, like, you spend them, you get them back, like, okay. So it, it's very reminiscent of Devouring Swarm, which yeah. is free, but Devouring Storm, or Swarm returns them to your hand, so you do have to spend the mana again. But that also means that you can then get the battle cries again. So if there are things that that happen that have either a persistent effect or you're you're just, you know, reborn, anything like that, uh unholy frenzy by far wins out. Um otherwise, you know, devouring swarm could just be better. But that said, devouring swarm is really good. Like <laughs> we we run that in a, a like probably the strongest hunter deck <laughs> that's out there right now. So it's kind of comparing it to a not linchpin, but like a, a very strong card in a very strong deck. Um, and the fact that that's that's where it's like, well, which is better? They each have their where they excel and where they don't. Uh, yeah, I think unholy frenzy is going to be phenomenal. Uh, corpses, I assume. I don't. I don't. From what I recall, they don't have battle cries, so it's not really consideration. Um, they're just one ones, right? One runs with rush, was it? No. The- well, so here's what happens, right? The hero power is it's a one one with charge. charge. Um, okay. When anything dies, it my this is my understanding. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it, when any of your minions dies, it counts as one corpse. Like um, for your corpse count total, right? With the um, slight asterisk that if something says like risen on it, then it dying because it's already died and come back does not add to it. So slight asterisk, but that that's one of the more nuances to it. Okay. Sounds a little bit like graveyard manipulation. Doesn't it, does. it though? Uh mm. but it doesn't have to be an undead card, like it's any minion, right? Like Mm-hmm. My silver hand recruits, or whatever it would be like, that counts as a not that it, that I guess anything that this, dies but, becomes but a corpse. My, my leper gnome, or whatever it is, like when it dies, that counts for my corpse total. Yeah, so you can really just ratchet up your corpse count pretty quick with unholy frenzy in particular. There you go. I wish. That, can you sort this by? Can you can you filter it by? Um... <laughs> no. By by rune, I've I've been trying. <laughs> There's... Yeah, that'd be really cool. You can sort it by spell school. That's unfortunate, but not rune. Okay, that that would be too easy. All right. Well, now it's returned to oh, no. <laughs> previous sorting method. Um, oh my goodness! Another Sorry. very strong card in the unholy is plagued grain. So Plagued Grain is a one-mana spell that has a the restriction of three unholy runes. So the spell reads, gain four corpses. So one mana, already you got four corpses. Shuffle four crates into your deck that summon a 2-2 undead when drawn. Hmm. And when the 2-2 undead dies because it's already undead, it doesn't count as a corpse? Nope. Uh, it, it does no, count as a corpse. It, no, no, it does no, count as a corpse. Correct. Okay, so this potentially can get you up to eight corpses. Interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you for clarifying that. That That's helpful. So basically, anything that dies will become a corpse, unless it's a corpse that's arisen. Correct. Okay, I got it. 
these mechanics are 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 it's not that they're complicated it's just they they always wanted things to be very simple on the surface and i think they're kind of like the design philosophies shifting away from that which i think is appropriate for a game that's you know eight years old now yeah yeah you know so they got to keep well, it interesting and certainly this is interesting they've got a bunch of new people on the design team now as well uh-huh. so i mean i always like it when they're thinking outside the box uh, doing some new things so <laughs> outside I, the box I, we were just talking about the crates <laughs> thinking outside so, the crates uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what uh, i i i think these cards are pretty cool i uh I, you know i think that uh i can see why seth was uh quite excited for them and it seems like it will also because of the way that they've kind of segmented things it's not gonna be like so when demon hunter came out right it basically had to play aggro demon hunter. That was the deck. It seems mm-hmm. like there's going to be a play style, more than one play style, so that you know everyone could kind of have their own. Everyone can experience the new class and and not be pigeonholed into one single archetype. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of digging it. Yeah. We mentioned it last week, but one of the things that they said is that when demon hunter launched. They wanted there to be um, multiple archetypes, like the uh, the tokens and the big demon hunter and the aggro and whatever else, and it just kind of flopped. And so they were trying hard to not do that this time, um, without breaking the without game. Breaking the yeah. Game. yeah, yeah. I don't envy the challenge, but it certainly seems to be an innovative approach they've taken. It's cool. I, I kind of like it. I and cheap. I I I can see why the. The green rune is your your favorite. It's probably probably mine also. So the trick is, can you somehow like weave in some blue to give it some card draw and gas, right? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Green and blue, my favorite color combination in Magic Gathering as well. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit earlier, we were talking about the kind of exception to the rule of what will add to your corpse count. Yeah. I brought I uh, the next card that we'll discuss is one of those that fits into that exception. So, Lord Marogar is an eight mana nine seven undead minion. He's a legendary, uh, and has the restriction of three unholy runes. With the battle cry, raise all of your corpses as one one risen golems with rush. So those risen golems, whenever they die, they've been risen. They won't add back to your corpse count. So you spend all of your corpses, bring out a ton of Risen Golems with Rush. For uh, They're only one ones, but for each of your corpses that can't fit onto your board, give one of your Risen Golems plus two, plus two. Mm. Kind of reminds me of that Battlegrounds mech in tier six. When it dies, it fills the board. Yeah. And then for, for each one it didn't fill, it just buffs everything. Yeah, it gives all your mechs plus whatever, plus whatever. Yes, it... it- uh, I agree. That's the one that I was thinking of as well. So That's pretty cool. If you play Lord Marogar on a board that has five um, slots already filled up, so you're only making one Risen Golem, uh, then that one Risen Golem will get all of the plus twos, plus twos onto it. So it'll, it'll make a 9-7 without rush and a 586-586 with rush. It can go wide, it can go tall. Man, it's a, it's 
the card. A little pricey, though. But, yeah. you know, certainly seems appropriate, considering that it's probably a, not a game-ender, then at least a gigantic swing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Marogar is probably the kind of like a... Um, Oh, the the one that plays all of your fell spells again in Demon Hunter. Oh, Jace. Yeah, Jace. Jace. It's supposed to kind of be the Jace of Unholy. Doesn't doesn't give it charge, but um, you know, your the general idea is to flood the board, flood the board, flood the board, flood the board, so that then you can just do that finishing damage. And looks fun. That's cool. I like that. There's one final one that I want to talk on in unholy but there are probably more of them but this is this is a grave strength is a four mana shadow spell it's epic with a restriction of three unholy runes give your minions plus one attack spend five corpses to give them plus three instead so bloodlust essentially so sorry I just want to understand. So when you spend corpses, they are removed from your corpse cool. So mm-hmm. yeah. if you played if you played that other card that would arise them, you'd have five fewer to arise. Correct. Yes? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. I, I, I thought that's how it worked. I just I don't know. Assuming especially today, um your your listeners might notice blue train's not quite on the ball tonight. Uh I'm not. Um uh, I'm I'm bit brain dead from this week uh so thank you for confirming that um interesting so a uh, basically a four mana bloodlust exactly. maybe the top end in, a, in, a, in an aggressive deck mm-hmm. um i mean bloodlust's a pretty scary card even after all these years yeah one mana makes a big difference especially in an aggressive deck i mean we're playing uh savage roar for three and that only gives two i mean that's that's a lot of extra damage up and down the uh the uh the board state right mm-hmm. neat three green um kind of kind of telegraphs that this is on the stronger side <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah big agree there too <laughs> does this make it easier for us to evaluate cards i guess not because like it doesn't necessarily mean that they're stronger it just means that there's just potential well it, if you want the payoff, you have to go all in on the runes. Is is really what it is like? Mm-hmm. I I mean, and, and and sorry, one last clarifying point. Mm-hmm. If I if I have a silver hand recruit and you have a silver hand recruit and they do battle and both die, do I gain one corpse or two? Just one. Yeah. It's, so it's I only, only get your my own minions. It's only my own. It's not the. It's not the the whole board state. Okay. Still, unless you had like you know like a like a mind control or whatever, or like the priest it has to die on your side of the, of the board. Basically. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you were playing um, res priest and you would be able to bring it back, that mm-hmm. that's what adds to the corpse count. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goes into your res pool essentially. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. There there are many more of these unholy cards that that I could talk about but uh by the way just 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 that that the savage roar if it doesn't finish your opponent off it certainly makes slamming that 8-8 giant pretty easy oh yeah 
Well, <laughs> and noteworthy uh, for, for Grave Strength before we uh, move on, move on. That's not this turn. That is a, a persistent. It gave them the plus one attack, and then they just have that attack. So um, if it doesn't oh. kill your opponent, the minions may keep that, that attack, too, which could be relevant. Oh, it's the aggro druid player is coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is 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 Death Knight the new aggro druid? Well, at least the green, the the unholy Death Knight is. Yeah, it looks like it. That's how I'm going to play it. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Seems seems like it's up my alley, too. Right, let's look at some of the frost ones. Um, I, I'm curious to see how it kind of counterbalances out uh, unholy and blood or green and red. Take a look if you scroll up to the top, Lady Death Whisper, which uh, I had read that we're getting this one in diamond. Um, is uh, diamond or signature or both? Nah, well they said diamond, um, but it might be both. Um, yeah, if you buy the golden path of Arthas, then you'll get the Lady Death Whisper in Diamond as part of that. So she's like the the Finley. Y- yeah, but with the with the price point. Although I guess they're going to make her available for sale separately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just looked interesting. Oh, it's Death Rattle. I thought it was Battle Cry. I was like, oh, it's broken. Um, four mana, four three undead Death Rattle. Copy all Frost spells in your hand. So. Mm. It looks like this sets up for a kind of combo and and I don't know seems seems good. I guess it depends what frost spells you have. Um, yeah, death rattle makes it less in a vacuum appealing, but I mean it's hard to evaluate in a vacuum. Obviously, this has the potential of copying. You know, if you get two or three cards off of this, it's kind of the nuts. It would be absolutely busted if it was a battle cry. Well, um, it I'm still might still, be. I haven't seen the man. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it still might be very good. I mean, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what the mana manipulation looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, Frost Worms Fury seven mana. Uh, Frost spell deal five damage. Freeze all enemy minions. Summon a five five Frost Worm. Like okay, that seems good. So it's kind life. of like a UI, but instead of um drawing five it or it, it, it freezes. freezes yeah and it costs three less sure does should cost five should cost five, <sighs> I, five bet, I bet five, it did five, cost five originally nate and then they were like this I is bet too it strong <laughs> and just and it, like you i don't know for a fact that that's <laughs> how much it costs during their play testing but i know it's true also it should just freeze <laughs> uh five enemy minions <laughs> right right there you go That'd be cute. Um, <laughs> Neat. What? Uh, all right. So we're talking about mana manipulation. Horn of Winter is almost certainly why um, the uh, that one card that is being nerfed that the uh, with the 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 release. I'm drawing a blank on it. The the elemental four mana four five that. Whenever you play a frost spell, it gets plus two, plus two, and is being nerfed to plus one, plus one. Horn of Winter, I think, is one of the reasons why. So Horn of Whisper- Winter is a, a zero mana frost spell, rune restriction of two frost runes, refresh two mana crystals. 
So they they learned from uh, <laughs> the the bloom, <laughs> and it's only refreshing, not not temporarily gaining, but being able to just frost, 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 and get plus two, plus two that many times. Uh, it's just basically like getting a super early Edwin. Uh, still, we do have that kind of mana manipulation aspect with this, and it is, of course, Frost as well, so it can be copied with our Death Whisper Lady. Yeah, re I think what we've learned from Lightning Bloom is that Refresh is a lot less spooky than Gain, but, I mean, it's yeah. still... Anytime I see zero-cost cards that enables you to do more especially in the draw card pool uh it still definitely warrants uh keeping a close eye on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. very close eye yeah interesting i don't see any other mana cheat here aside from the one that costs health instead of mana right um yeah, I don't know. They said that there was going to be mana cheat, but I only see the two. But I don't know. That doesn't really mean that much. Well, I mean, there's more cards to be revealed, and of course, there's going to be more cards printed. Oh, wait. Yeah. Go go up go up for a second. I just saw oh. something. Just oh, and here's, scroll up. So. here's one as well. Glacial Advance. Three mana, Frost Spell. Deal right. four damage. Your next spell this turn costs two less. So it's mana manipulation oh. in a different kind of way as well. And you said to scroll up a bit as well. Yeah, I searched for the wrong thing. Something caught yeah. my eye. Um, was anti magic shell in the green in the in the corpse pool? There's another mana cheat one. A anti magic spell is in the unholy pool. Unholy, yeah. Oh man, that's uh. They that also they also changed wow. anti magic spell shell. It no longer costs four. It only costs three. But instead of giving plus two plus two, it only gives plus one plus one. So, not so targeting had to. why it was so strong. Yeah. Yes. Oh boy. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm an unholy gamer. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> um the, the the cards that say play and then discount, we know those are going to be strong or have the potential to be strong because um, you know, serrated bone saw and rogue. You know, like rogue has a lot of that type of mechanic where it like you play something, it does damage. And then it discounts like that kind of is those kind of effects are very solid. So I, I could see that being playable. It's hard to know in a vacuum because by nature, those cards by nature, by nature, <laughs> um, they 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 need to be played in concert with other things. But usually it enables um, a lot of chaining. Um, so Sheep just put up another one, um, a weapon, Rimfang Sword two runes um your hero attacks reduce the cost of a spell in your hand by one and it's a two three Ooh, that's pretty good that's actually really good especially since some of those bigger spells like think about the one that costs seven right, right? you yeah. could you play this on three and then all of a sudden you could be playing it on turn um five instead of seven and an effect like that is strong but you know especially um is, is stronger as you kind of pull it in a little bit um and a two three the the three mana two three is an interesting stat line but i i think that it's i think you're happy to see the higher body as opposed to attack when you're when you're 
kind of looking to discount things. We know weapons that discount costs, although I'm thinking of Rune Mithril Rod, which is a little bit different. Like, those were very good, too. I, I, I think that Sheep was wise to pull up this card. It certainly has my attention. And essentially what you're doing is you're front-loading the 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 mana so you're paying three mana at first and then over the next three turns you're discounting cards in your hand to kind of do the manipulation that way which i think is a really clever kind of iteration of that that effect yeah no this seems uh anything that disc anything that mana cheats is worthy to keep an eye on yeah Uh, and weapons are, are are typically sorry Weapons are typically very strong also because they're they're very outside of very limited kind of play patterns, the oozes, for example, it's very difficult to interact with them. Um so having that on a weapon is kinda kinda Seems premium, good. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see it getting nerfed down to a two two at some point. We'll see. It's it's one spell and it's random in your hand, and so it's not as busted as like the warlock um, weapon that got nerfed twice uh, that mm-hmm. reduced everything. But the so, warlock weapon required you to draw like what three or four cards. This one just needs to swing. Just a swing, yeah, yeah, that's true. Kind of reminds me of the gavel uh, mm-hmm. auction house gavel, but this seems better. Well, does it? Yeah, I think that 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 this is a lot more tar- well is it more targeted gavel was a battle cry minion mm-hmm. this gavel never saw that much play we all thought it was going to be the i used it- gavel a ton playing a uh, elemental shaman something we we played together earlier <laughs> this week <Yeah>. actually <laughs> yeah i i don't know or did, it was it just that we had better weapons to choose from i don't know we'll have to see it, mm-hmm. maybe i'm overvaluing it but i think there's always potential with these kind of cards I'm Look talking at, myself uh, out of it being good or bad, but well, uh, potential. Any any mana reduction that's difficult to interact with seems good to me. I mean, like you said, it uh, it's just value. I, it seems good. I'll put it in a deck. Uh, Remorseless Winter looks good as well. Um, if you type in Winter, it's a uh, yeah. it's a uh, blue. Yeah, four Ooh. mana. Deal two damage to all enemies, and so it goes face and the board. Enemies only and draw a card seems good. It's consecration that that draws you a card. Yeah, and is frost instead of holy, which I think is obviously d- different advantages. But if you're discounting all frost spells or discovering a frost spell, well, will definitely be relevant there. And if we're we're looking to do you know some particular kind of Two unholy, one frost only has the the restriction of one frost rune, so it can easily be woven into some some different archetypes as well. I mean, seems solid. It's not flashy, but it seems like it just has a lot of general utility. Oh, hey, so look at uh, rune. It's called rune forging. It's a one mana spell. Draw a weapon. Spend a corpse to reduce its cost by one. So there you go. You can play it with your uh, frost weapon that we just talked about. Yeah. But you need a, but you need a corpse. Or I, I guess doesn't well, you just kill something and it becomes a corpse? But are you playing cheap minions with the frost school? Eh, this well, you're gonna draw the weapon either way. You spend a corpse to reduce the cost. So I mean, 
even if it's, it's just tutor. tutor draw then it's one mana tutor draw which is good um mm-hmm. and rune forging itself does not have a rune restriction so we could run it in anything if we get a really strong uh blood you know our our ash or corrupted or whatever ash mourn ash bringer um Hey, instead of a six mana five two with life steal, it can be a five mana five two with life steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oof. Wow. Well, the set looks fun. I'm a little bit. I'm. I'm more excited about it now than I uh, was earlier. So this is pretty cool. And uh, I understand that the Baku version of the hero power will make it a two one charge. Yes. Um. Frost does have some pretty fun uh, minions kind of woven throughout as well. Um, Got Death Chiller, which is a two mana, two, three elemental. After you cast a spell, deal one damage to two random enemies. Uh, That's uh, two Frost runes. Uh, Harbinger of Winter, uh, two mana, two, two undead, two Frost runes as well. Death Rattle draw a frost spell. It's one of those uh, kind of frost synergies like I was kind of hinting at earlier. And then Marrow Manipulator, six mana, five, five undead with a three frost rune restriction. Battle cry, spend up to five corpses, deal two damage to a random enemy for each. So frost does have, have quite a few uh, minions peppered throughout as well. Some of which are cheap, some of which are, less cheap um and of course and with the the death knight um theme in general them dying or doing kind of corpse uh manipulation graveyard manipulation there is is really relevant yeah wow okay yeah those look those look fun now here's the here's the big question right do you think this class is going to be playable in wild um okay I guess it depends how good the Baku thing is, but. And honestly, I think it might be a little bit more dependent on how good the, the Gen thing is, how, how good yeah. it is. Uh, you know, we want to buff up our, our corpse count. Mm-hmm. If our hero power only costs one, we can do that really quick. Yeah. 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 Well, that'll be interesting. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, the uh the bloodlust card is uh even cost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> she's like, I can she just oh I know. <laughs> <laughs> she has put a lot more thought into this than than I. I'm only arriving at these conclusions pretty late in the game. Um I, I don't have Nate soundboard or I would have done oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, well it's certainly gonna be uh, an interesting experience um yeah th- this has been a, a wonderful exercise I-, I i feel like i've missed out by not following it as closely as i typically do there's a lot of uh neat stuff here yeah it's pretty cool deal three damage to a minion if that kills it summon a two two zombie with a rush that seems decent and is even costed uh, that one was too unholy this is another too unholy uh, battlefield necromancer two mana two three at the end of your turn raise a corpse as a one two risen footman with taunt so while a, do you need a corpse to rise if you don't have a corpse you can't rise it right correct so okay. if we're playing again 
even if we're going yeah. first, button on one, it dies. Necromancer on two, you get a two, three, and a one, two, risen footman with taunt that actually sticks around. Mm. Mm. Gen is the only reason why I'm thinking that uh, unholy, at least, will will be playable in wild. Um, because giant, we can do that. Pretty quick. giants even costed. I yeah, know. So check this out. All right. So here's here's what you do. Go to the website, um, and go to the the filter, and then uh, for so select Death Knight as the class, um, and just do. Uh, let's see. So. Uh, but you got to filter it by wild. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. They're all going to be standard. Uh, standard, Death Knight, and then when you go to mana, if, at least if you've got it open up on the big screen, you can. I've got it selected 0, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. Oh, you can um, do multiple selections? Yeah, there. if you. Um, yeah, let's see. It's. I. If. Let me send you a screenshot because I don't know. You've got it minimized and it might change. Um, but you can do... Okay, so stream will look a little funky for a second while I do our mana selections. Yeah, yeah. If you do that, it'll show... You can do all the even ones super easy. Yeah. Unless it'll let you just type in even, but I don't know if it will. The So the... um. It doesn't... On the website, it does in client. So if you do mana... Colon, yeah, I've done even. it in client a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. In... Oh yeah! <laughs> All right, so we we can just build the deck now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, we've got our our pantry spider, Nerubian swarm guard. Your the screen is is showing cards like off to the side though, so it's I can't tell. Oh, or it's not showing everything. Let's here we go. Mm. Pantry spider essentially. Four mana, one three taunt. Battle cry summon two copies of this minion. Oh, how long can this go on? <laughs> but two copies. Wow. Okay. Um, seems seems good. I don't know. For four? Nah, four is a little much, maybe. But they do have taunt, which is relevant unless it's, you know, direct damage to face. That seems good. Dark transformation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an undead, but I guess if you used it on your own stuff... Well, again, you know, I, I think sheep showing this because it's like the one mana hero power into this seems yeah seems good, right? It's the trap because now, like, if the opponent is like, oh, "I kill the one one," they get punished, or if they leave it up, they get they get punished, right? So it kind of there's the duality of punish. So the downside of the hero power is that the one one dies at the end of the turn. Period. Right? Yeah. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind. But. Hero power, nope. you know, trade into an O2 totem, and then dark transformation, all of a sudden it's a 4-5 undead monstrosity with rush as well. It's a strong me, turn three, 4-5 with me, rush. Mm -hmm. Let me ask, though. So when you hero power, they have charge. If you hero power and then dark transformation, Will it be a four or five? So it it'll be with rush now. To the, the charge will go away, right? Because it says transform. Right. You can go face and then transform it and then attack again. It's like a polymorph sheep, uh, polymorph boar. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, it just won't go. You, you won't be able to go face with your right. four or five. Right, because it's a different one. Also, I I think that they intentionally said transform and not you know. 
give it stats or whatever it is. Yeah. And it also doesn't kill it and then make an undead four or five with rush so that it doesn't continue to add to your corpse count too. Although when the four or five dies, you get a, you get a corpse. Yeah. 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 These seem pretty well designed. I mean, four or five with rush. uh, Remember, remember, do you remember what was a four, a four or five rusher that typically came down on turn three and how strong that was? Wild Pawnole. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the 4-5, not a 3-5. And turn three, like, it's... You, you don't need any... You don't need Maestra and any such nonsense. You just you just need Gen. Seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I, know, I know that we're memeing a little bit, but that, uh, you know, playable and wild. A 4-5 with Rush, like, will bully other... Like, we know that's good from Miracle Rogue. The question is, do you have the goods to follow it up with? Um, a totem golem that doesn't give you uh, overloaded? I don't know. This is actually seeming. I mean, it's really hard to evaluate, but it doesn't. It doesn't seem. Doesn't seem that bad. Hmm. It seems like one of those things that is worth trying out <laughs> to see if it's it's good or not. It's like a. Uh, in a vacuum decent so we'll have to see how it fits into a meta and and how the the deck as a whole is and you're not only going to be running death knight cards obviously so you know what other even you know aggressive cards can we play um i feel like there are quite a few (laughs) i mean if you want to build corpses up quickly um you know the 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 spider from Nax Ramis, unironically, might be good. Two mana death rattle make two one one spiders. Oh yeah, three corpses. Um, it's not a power play, but it's still. I mean, if the idea is to crank out the corpse haunted creeper, there you go. Yeah. Um, if and I think they're the the, the spider we still play that and everything. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You can run narrow bar weblord, which is always good in, in in decks that don't have battle cries. Although I think some of the minions have battle cries, maybe not. But that potentially could. Yeah, see, it's an undead beast now. I don't know if that's relevant, but uh, I mean, it's three hmm. corpses for two mana. It, I don't know. Well, maybe it's can, not good it's, enough. It's an undead beast, so you could use your uh, that spell on it, right, to turn it into a four or five because it's undead. Yeah. Uh-huh. So or a three, whatever it is, three five. Um. I mean, hmm. it'll be worth trying. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. I like the idea of it, though. I mean, I like... The reason I like even Shaman and Odd Paladin is because the hero power really makes the deck consistent. And that's kind of why people don't like it, because they bemoan it as being boring. But at the same time, it's nice to know that no matter how poorly you mulligan, you always have a solid turn one play. You just <laughs> press the button! <laughs> Amalgam of the Deep. Undead yeah. Tribe. Oh. Yeah. Amalgam of the Deep is solid, right? We like that. Very much. So I'm excited yeah. to play around and see what the possibilities are with the new class, whether it be with Gin, whether it be with Baku, whether it just be with, you know, the cards that we've we've got here mixed in with some of our old favorites. I'm more interested in this class than I ever was with Demon Hunter. I think it's uh, there's a lot of cool things about it. Yeah. I would I would I would I would, I would uh, definitely uh I definitely would play it. Well, there's your glowing blue train in- endorsement right there. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to knock Demon Hunter. It just never really appealed to me. No, um, it 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 was very underwhelming for me because I wanted 
to play something other than an aggro deck at the time and was felt like kind of uh disheartened that the I mean I hit I hit legend with it in wild uh with the odd version A1 more, odd demon hunter. Well, yeah, but it was more like mid-rangey at the time because it was before everything got nerfed to oblivion and uh but I you know I like the idea of like a token build. I like the idea of um of a bit like big demon hunter and they just don't work even after what is it now a couple of years. <laughs> the the blue train endorsement right there maybe playable. <laughs> I mean, I can't I we don't know, but I I think there's enough there that uh that uh right see i i kind of dig the even over the odd i just like the like having that that one mana hero power that just makes it go yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah especially with the the unholy like putting things into your your corpse like not just count you know so so ramping it up really quickly but also just like having undeads to to transform or you know do any sort of manipulation there just seems really relevant yeah, it has got some. Some of those early cards are. I mean, they're no joke. Like, I, I'm serious about the four or five rush. Like, Noel is like that. The the miracle rogue with Maestra and the wild pawn Noel bullied out almost every single aggro deck for some time. In fact, it it kind of farmed even shaman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. turns out right now is one of the best decks in wild. So if that, you know, if that that holds other things back, I mean, it just kind of goes to show you that it's it's there's definitely there's some there there, you know, we'll mm-hmm. have to see in practice. But uh, I hope they never give it evolve effects. Oh, gosh. Same. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, it was just, I was like looking at the four. It's a four mana, four or five. The, the spiders, four, three man, three, four, four minions. Like it's like, well evolve yuck yeah do do not want evolve mechanics in my unholy donkey kong sorry death knight <laughs> uh no i you know what i i appreciate the rundown i i like legitimately we, we started this by saying you know a little bit of lack of enthusiasm didn't really feel compelled to kind of go out there and seek information having kind of have you kind of show us the the not everything, obviously, we'd be here all night, but kind of some of those choice picks from each of the rune schools. Um, I have to say, I'm I'm intrigued. And yeah, that, same, big same. And this was only the tip of the iceberg. As we play around with more, we'll see more things that didn't catch my eye or uh, y'all's while while kind of scrolling through. When we play with things, we'll we'll definitely uh, be worth a, an even further dive down there as well so i'm i'm it, it, i i hope it's not just copium in that like you know i i really want to be playing a lot of of dk since like that that's going to be the only class that i don't have the a thousand wins for so i know i'm gonna be like jamming a ton of it um, so i'm looking for ways to play it but also like i love our format and i want to play wild death knight and Demon Hunter, like, yeah, I mean, every once in a while, there's something that we can do now, but not, not a whole lot. And I think that the, particularly the um, corpse and graveyard like mechanic 
just gives so much possibility specifically to the the gen iteration of of death knight that just has me really interested in in what a wild death knight will look like and and how we can kind of best game that out but also of course the the ones that play around with corpses the most are are unholy which is the the one I've I've given the most attention to. So yeah. <laughs> could could be confirmation bias, but also it's just interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I haven't even looked at the. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new cards that called Blood Elves that I have not even taken a look at yet. Like all of the other like non uh, Death Knight stuff. Like there's there's some interesting things. Um, I don't. We don't need to do a deep dive into it tonight. Uh, but like they, they just dropped so much on us over the last week or so. Um, I will that, say, yeah, there's a, there's one that, that they just dropped. I think it was earlier today. That is really interesting and, and fits the, uh, even archetype as well. Uh, so we've got Alistair Bloodsworn, two mana, two, two battle cry, add battle cry, add Alistair, the protector to your hand. So the next one is a five mana five five, uh, also deal two damage. So the two mana two two deals two damage. It's the uh, the two three from even shaman, right? So it adds also the protector to your hand, which is a five mana five five, that adds the next one to your hand, um, and mana thirst of seven. So once you have seven mana, gain five armor. This is kind of the one that you're not as interested in. But the final one, because Alistair the Protector adds the final one of Alistair the Flamebringer to your hand as well. The Flamebringer, 8 mana, 8, 8, battle cry, deal 8 damage split between all enemies. Mana thirst 10, deal 8 more. So if you have 10 mana, you're dealing 16 damage randomly across your opponent's, not just board, they don't have a board. It's going face. <laughs> Just you wait till I've got 10 mana. <laughs> <laughs> deal. So deal 16 damage to the face. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, so Pyros, but instead of death rattle, it's, it's, it's battle cries and has up, upside with, with different manas that, that you do it on like the blood sworn, uh, the, the deal two damage is mana thirst for, I missed that earlier. Um, There's a reason that you can't play this with Bran without some mana shenanigans. Yeah, this is pretty crazy. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of uh kind of Swiss Army knife, the 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 like um, tangential cards to kind of weave in as well that may may prove to be a uh, you know bait. Like I, I think that uh, Astalor may actually be bait, but like I bait tastes delicious. I love bait. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to do a deep dive into the class. Gosh, it comes out in less than a month. I just want to play with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, the question is, what do we do until then? Well, I'll, I'm going to do my best at uh, jamming some secret mage, I suppose. And, and it would just be anxiously awaiting. I definitely want to watch the streamer kind of battle where they're playing with these. I think it's just going to whet my appetite a little bit. Mm-hmm. And That's I'll... coming up when? Is that next week or soon? Oh, let's see. Super soon. Well, uh, you... I, I can, I'll find it one second. Cool. 
It is right here, November 16th and 17th. So next Wednesday and Thursday. Excellent. We'll we'll be able to talk about it next Friday. So uh, talk about it a little bit before the lore breakdown next week. Yeah, that's right. We were going to do lore tonight, and then uh, there was uh, like some work conflicts, and so um, we're postponing that until next week. But uh, yeah, so that's yeah, next cool. week we'll do a lore episode of uh, Yog. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Wheel of Yogg-Saron! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Blue, what did you think about the Wheel of Yogg in Battlegrounds? Did, did you like it, or was it kind of too random? Did I top four that game? I think so. Then I loved it. <laughs> 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 nice. uh, it felt... It felt pretty good it it's um gave me a lot of dark moon fair prizes which are pretty pretty all right mm-hmm. i felt felt didn't feel it didn't feel like yog i feel like yog like can hurt you as much as it, it it helps you and it felt like it was helping me but not in an explosive game blow way it feels like they tempered the variance for battlegrounds which is appropriate but uh true I don't know. I'm used to slamming Yogg and then my face blowing up. So <laughs> <laughs> I always called him Frog Saron. So <laughs> Ribbit. Used to having it uh, not work so well. What? Why are those cards red? Yeah, I was gonna ask. What's that about? You broke the game. Right? I I may or may not be making a a, a game. Oh, deck. they're not <laughs> eligible. They're not eligible to go in because of the because of the runes. School. Yeah, oh, uh-huh. that's nice that they do that. It makes oh, so that's good. that's yeah. that's pretty slick. Actually, maybe that's so, why yeah. they're constantly reordering because the whole kind of deck building restrictions a little scuffy. For the audio listeners, uh, on the on the website deck builder, if you start building a deck the rune restrictions kick in and the, and the cards that you can't put in your deck turn like, like there's like a red overlay. So, you know, you can't use them. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Haunted creeper in a wild deck in 2022. What is this? <laughs> uh, it's going to be some spice. Let me tell you what. Hmm. Hmm. Theotar. Wow. Where did he go? Looking for our new legendary duder. Uh, what is the name again? I thought it was asked to something. Uh, uh, the the cost one. Uh, the we started at two, but two, yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do. If you switch the set to uh, yeah, Astalor. I don't know why it didn't show up whenever I searched AST. Oh, there he is now. Huh. I Weird. don't know. Hmm. Well, whatever you're playing, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, I will for sure iterate quite a bit. I'm sure in between now and then. I, I like to tinker. Can, <laughs> you can uh, warm up by playing some even shaman Nate. Yeah. 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 Not that I'm trying to talk you into any particular course of action, but uh, <laughs> Renathal, Secret Mage, forty cards. Uh, actually, I thought Rotted's build was kind of kind of neat. If I played Secret Mage, I probably would have played that. That was kind of going to be my backup if even Shaman was like not working out. I kind of had that on uh, in the bullpen, ready to kind of be called up. 
I liked his. I've seen a couple different versions, and I I kind of like that one. It doesn't yeah. run. It doesn't run Orion, but that's fine. I think um, the consensus is that Orion is too inconsistent. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. My experiences with Orion have been pretty explosive, but it's also limited. Yeah, I mine is has is like severely limited. Um, the car, like when it works, works well, but it's like I don't know, tit and miss. I kind of bullied Secret Mage with even Shaman, although I got blown out a couple times. It felt like a pretty even match. It's interesting. I think with Secret Mage, like if you get like you know, if you can play the cards on curve and just you know straight out the gate, um can get going with the full board and a bunch of secrets like mm-hmm. you can blow people out but when you don't you don't and i don't know we'll see i'll give it a try and see how it goes and if it uh isn't isn't looking good then i'll swap over i don't want to force anything i don't yeah. want to um it's it's not worth like goofing around with my mmr i don't think but <laughs> Oh, did I tell you, Nate? I, I think I did. I lost my 11 on EU because I <gasps> haven't been playing. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, it took about three months, but uh, um, it's gone. Ah, the lights went out. Uh, sad. Well, you'll get it back at some point if you I want don't. it, maybe. Yeah, but... it's not hard to do. Just uh, I, I've basically been playing on NA exclusively. So we... we basically ended the show but to finish it off uh <laughs> whimper this week <laughs> legit style <laughs> uh for more wild content or to see where you can find us individually visit us online at born to be wild hs.com we'll see you next time for the wheel of yogg on another new episode of born to be Wild. 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 <laughs> Wild. <laughs>